0: Will you outlast your money? Do you stay awake at night worrying about providing for your family? Are you making the right decisions about your investments? There are many life-changing decisions that arise and questions you want answered when going through divorce or after you've received your settlement. This is the Financially Ever After podcast, where you'll hear stories of women like you and get advice from the industry's top professionals. Here's your award-winning and nationally recognized host, Stacey Francis.
1: Welcome to Financially Ever After. Today our special guest is Lori Marshall. She is the author of The Step Mom's Club, a book that she penned under the name of Kendall Rose. She's a business executive in the financial services industry, but she took time out of her busy life to write The Step Mom's Club. She explains that this essentially is a guide, a love letter to other stepmoms out there to know that they're not alone. In fact, there are 15 million stepmothers and one in four American adults have a step relative. She shares the four important Ds for you to use and guide you through your relationship with your spouse and your stepchildren along with your biological children. She gives tips on how to protect against what she calls the stepmom vortex, essentially operating on an empty tank and losing sight of the relationship you have with your partner and with yourself. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Lori Marshall, the author of the Stepmoms Club, So Laurie, it's great to have you here and I'm particularly excited to talk to you because we just celebrated Mother's Day and you know Mother's Day is an important day for all moms and today we're going to be talking a little bit more about stepmoms. Um, Tell me more about what inspired you to write your book and found the Stepmoms Club and, you know, kind of your personal story of
0: what what brought you to this? Well, it all started over 20 years ago. And I can tell you that long ago, it wasn't as welcoming in society being a stepmother. And it was hard to find other stepmothers. And once you did find them, you really connected on a completely different level. Because as you know, being a stepmother is challenging. Being a mother in general is challenging. But when you add the multiple factors of being a stepmother, you realize that you needed other stepmothers to talk to. Because nobody can understand what you're going through unless you are a stepmother or you're in the role of being a stepmother. So 20 years ago, I was lucky enough to find other stepmothers and we formed our own playgroup, our stepmother's group. And over the years, we stayed together. We would get together on, it started out on monthly basis, then it went to weekly basis, we, Communicated via cell phone. We became each other's SOS, so to speak, for being a stepmother. And I can honestly tell you that without it, there were times that many of us didn't know if we were going to be able to get through it. Mm -hmm. So, fast forward, we thought, wouldn't it be amazing if other people gained our knowledge that we wished we had? All those years ago, because you know the adage, power and knowledge go hand in hand. Knowledge is power. Power is knowledge. So being able to share this information with others, we felt was so powerful. Uh And based on when the book came out two years ago on Mother's Day, it was a number one new release in step parenting and blended family on Amazon. So it was received extremely, extremely well. Yeah, really spoke to
1: the people out there who are living this day to day and want to do the just best job possible and be the best they can. But there's, you know, so many factors and realities of life. And here we are dealing with the coronavirus and, you know, that, Has taken every family to a new place, um, but has uh, impacted even more so blended families. Can you talk a little bit more about that too, Lori? Because I can only imagine that the support that you
0: have now through the Step Moms Club is needed more than ever. The coronavirus and quarantine and stay home orders have added a new level of complication for everybody. But when you consider blended families, the back and forth, especially of young children, you have professionals who are on the front line who I am forever grateful to. And it is difficult when you're trying to navigate the safety of your children. And I cannot how important it is and how difficult it is at times to really put your children first, all children involved. Because remember, they didn't ask for this. This was not something that they had ever planned. They never chose to be in a blended family. They didn't anticipate their parents getting divorced and possibly adding new siblings into the mix as well. So focusing on the fact that it's the children's Best interest that should come first. Sometimes, because of these challenges, you need to take a step back as a stepmother. And even if you're dealing with, as people refer to them as, you know, highly conflict biological mothers, Uh and it becomes very torrid between everyone involved. If you could take a step back and Take the higher road and really focus on what's best for the children. A lot of the games that are being played at this point between families Uh can subside. But it's hard because people, there there are biological mothers and stepmothers and stepfathers and biological fathers who are in this quarantine situation and they want to see their children. Everybody wants to be around their children. But if you could take a step back and realize what is most important, and especially if you have somebody on the front line in their heartbreaking stories, where yeah. there are frontline workers who one parent has chosen to use that as a tool to keep their child longer. And if that is the case, then you know what? Take a step back, talk to the professional, whether it's an attorney, uh-huh. whether it's a therapist. Find your person that can help you get through this and negotiate. Okay, if it's best for the child to be with their one side of the family or the other during this time, then make it up later. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm redundant by saying put the child first. And if you could take all the angst and the anger and the frustration and put your love into that child and what's best for them, you could take a breath and a sigh of relief knowing you're doing what's right. And it's hard. There's no doubt. about. There's no doubt about it. You
1: know, and Lori, I've talked to a few matrimonial attorneys because we we do have clients that have been victims of the situation uh, and it's impacted their custody agreements and not being returned on time or not being returned or, you know, no visitation. And, um, The positive is is that when the courts do open up, the judges are not going to look kindly on this type of behavior. No, not at all. They they will not. And you know, it's part of that just having grace yourself and being able to move through this. And what I love about your book and your approach is that you're unbelievably practical, (laughs) and you've you shared four D's. The you know the four D's and really as you mentioned, knowledge is power. Can you talk about those and how they can be guiding principles to help you through this difficult time to be there for your children and also to be there for your spouse? Because you know, remember the the news and the stories that we've been reading coming out of China is that the divorce rate has spiked and you do not want to become one of those numbers. And much of this is happening because people aren't following necessarily the four
0: Ds. Well, what is incredible to think about is the fact that how many blended families there are just in the United States alone. So just some of the statistics. 1,300 step families are formed every single day. 15 million stepmothers are in the U.S. alone, which ultimately that is one in four American adults have at least one step relative in their family. And as you mentioned with the divorce rate, it's currently over 50% of U.S. families are either remarried or recoupled, causing blending. And just like you talking with matrimonial attorneys, I as well am hearing that the number of calls coming into the matrimonial offices asking, how do you begin the process to file for divorce or wanting to put an attorney on retainer for after the quarantine is over and stay orders are lifted that they want to meet is overwhelming. And it's sad to hear that because I think the COVID and has taken a toll on relationships traditional or blended families but really understanding and implementing the 4 D's and we'll get into those is it's liberating i mean this has been culled together over years and years in talking with thousands of stepmothers you know, for the protection of your happiness for the protection of your family and for the protection of your relationship with your spouse so When you talk about knowledge is power, it's really simple. It is broken down for an easy transition of blended families and especially finances. So, the first D is documents. And documents can be anything from the divorce decree to the custody agreement to the domestic partnership agreement to wills and trusts and any type of document that outlines potentially milestones within your relationship, meaning financial obligations, Uh child support, understanding where the money is going and for how long. These legal documents will give you a glimpse into your future. And really it provides a roadmap of your Uh stepmom's journey. So the first D is, is documents. The second D is dollars. We talked about the roadmap knowing and digesting what the documents say by getting out a pen and piece of paper and a calculator Mm -hmm. and understanding exactly what dollars are not going to be under your household or under your roof. What is going for child support alimony and all the ancillaries that might not even be listed? Are they going to be Uh, When we get back to the new normal, what will the activities be for the children? Will there be college expenses, private school, camp, Uh Uh tutoring, you name it. So what exactly is the dollar amount that we refer to as the net? And I don't mean net after taxes. I mean net into the pocket of your household that could be used to be spent On your blended family. Uh Having these conversations with your partner, whether it's your spouse or your partner, understanding who claims the children on taxes. Is it an even year? Is it an odd year? Knowing where and for how long your partner is paying these expenses is extremely important because finances as you know, is not a sexy topic and it's not something that people typically want to talk about, but it is so important that you're not surprised. And even if you've been in this relationship for a long time and you've never read the divorce decree, you should read it because it outlines every aspect of the divorce and the custody and the finances that your partner and ex have already spelled out. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not knowing
1: (laughs) what's in that decree and what the financial obligations and what's really left over after everything is taken care of is like jumping in the car without a GPS and God forbid those even, not even having a paper map and just driving and trying to make it to Quebec and you know, to go North, but, uh, <laughs> you need a lot more, a lot more than that to get there. And the dollars is really important. And I'm sure you've seen this that one of the biggest areas of conflict for couples, especially blended families, is the area of finances. And you're, you know, taking, at, you know, someone, uh, let's say a gentleman who. In his case, let's say paying spousal support or alimony as well as child support. And then you have your wonderful family as well with him. And it can be very difficult. It can be very difficult because you have dollars that went to support originally one household, now supporting two. And then you also have two separate adults coming to this wonderful relationship But with different money histories, different ways of dealing with money, different spending patterns, different saving patterns, and then throwing it together and hoping that, you know, the stew works and it becomes a wonderful dish for dinner. Um, That's really hard if you're not communicating and you're not on the same page. And it's, it's a problem, particularly now, because... Most individuals are under additional financial stress. And even if you are one of the lucky ones that have not lost your job or been furloughed or reduced income, most people have seen their life savings plummet in value in the stock market. And so there's a lot of uncertainty and concern. And when you, you know, throw in, the challenges of a blended family, um, unless you're communicating, you you really have the odds stacked against you.
0: You're 100% correct. I mean, Stacey, I can't tell you how important it is to understand the obligations, because they're legal documents. That's not going to change. And when you add in all the factors that you just mentioned, tensions are high, stress is high, concerns are high. And having a plan is so important. And I can tell you, even as we talk about dollars, it's not just what they're responsible for. It's also knowing, has your partner revised important financial documents? Has the X been removed from bank accounts and mortgages and titles of the house and... Uh Uh-huh. You know, utilities and credit cards, brokerage accounts, safety deposit boxes. I mean, a P.O. box. The, one of the highest conflicts in terms of things that have not been taken care of is when all of a sudden a bill shows up that you had no idea about and your partner thought their ex had taken care of it this turns into such a snowball effect because it's just one more piece of the puzzle that wasn't included.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: And as is being a stepmother, whatever phase of the relationship you're in, you're, you always feel as if you're playing catch up. I mean, it's almost as if when you're walking into a movie theater late you are rushing to get to the movie, you're late, it's already started, people are already in their seats, and you are stepping on people's toes along the way to get to your seat, you're apologizing, and you're asking what's going on, and you're trying to catch up. And you wanna know what's happening in the movie, but you also wanna ask questions because you want to know what's going on in the movie. Well, it's similar to being a stepmother. All of a sudden you've come into a situation that you were not part of from the beginning. And you're trying to play catch up. You're trying to understand where is the story right at this moment and what did you miss? Mm -hmm. And how can you understand the dynamics and knowing the pieces, where they all lie and knowing financially, what is your responsibility as well? Are you coming into it, as you had mentioned, with your own financial backgrounds? And now you're going to be responsible for certain aspects of maintaining the household financially. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to know that until you have that full picture. So having these conversations with professionals is so important, which brings us right to the third D, which is delegation, turning to accountants. Attorneys, financial advisors, therapists, Uh assistants, because they have the expertise to help you is so important. Whatever your financial situation is, having that expertise with a team of third party, unbiased experts who specialize in taxes and estate planning and financial planning and legal matters for blended families. Will ensure that all of these professionals are on the same page and will help you within your relationship because we know the number one problem when it comes to divorce at the top of the list is money issues. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. So preparing for difficult situations ahead of time by having these uncomfortable conversations and discussions on these topics that you might not feel comfortable with is paramount. And then the last D is do stay true to yourself. As stepmothers, we try to be everything to everybody. And you know what? Superman did one thing really, really well. He was Superman. Wasn't great at maybe being the reporter, but he was great at being Superman. He didn't have all these other aspects of a blended family to take care of mm-hmm. and staying important to who you were before you became a stepmother. So you don't lose that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I find myself um, with my kids wanting to be everything to them, wanting to, you know, bake the brownies, you know, be there for homework help and, in this environment that we're in now I know for me I've had to really be thoughtful about time for me and I'm not a stepmom I'm not you know there's a lot that I don't even have on my plate and you know something I keep on thinking back to, not that we'll probably be on airplanes for a while, but when the mass drops down from the ceiling, if that were ever to happen, you put it on yourself before you put it on whomever you're, you're traveling with or taking care of. And right now, I feel is more truer a time to heed that advice than ever. Um, so many people are depleted by everything that is going on in our world right now and dealing with stress and anxiety by the news being, you know, being bombarded on our televisions, our newspapers, our internet, our social media, that it becomes, it can become crippling and making sure that you're feeding and nourishing yourself that the things that you, you love and um, making sure that that's part of your life so that you can then in turn be mom you want to be as best you can um, and be the spouse that you want to be, again, as best
0: you can. You're right. Absolutely right. Stacy. I can't share how important it is that as a stepmother, you don't get pulled into what we refer to as the stepmom vortex. It's impossible to be running everywhere Doing everything for everybody when your tank is empty. And your tank can be empty because you're trying to do everything all the time and you don't focus on yourself. You don't focus on yourself with your friends. You forget who you were before you became a stepmother. You almost lose sight of the relationship with your partner to some extent because you're trying to do so many aspects. Of being a stepmother. Uh And many people have their own biological children as well. And you hear from biological children that they feel that so much energy is being put into the stepchildren that they feel slighted as well. And taking time for yourself, number one, whether it's going for a walk, sitting someplace quiet and drinking that coffee, or taking your walk, spending time with your partner, and remembering why you connected in the first place is so important to be able to continue being a stepmother in the way that you want to be without having your tank empty. And at times, it's overwhelming. And when you have that overwhelming feeling, you need to take a step back. And it is okay. It is okay to feel this way. It is okay to want to be alone. And you need to take that time for yourself. Uh And then even the one-on-one time with your children, however many children you have, find the time when you feel, and I say you feel you're ready for it, Spend that one-on-one time with them. Get to know each one of your children. You're a blended family. The second word is family. Mm -hmm. Some you're going to get along with better than others. But there's no reason not to try to connect on individual levels Mm -hmm. as opposed to always in a group.
1: You you know, you so very aptly explain how there are difficult, you know, many difficult situations that stepmoms deal with and how important it is to, to make sure you're okay first. And for Mother's Day, it isn't always an easy holiday for stepmoms. Um, can, you, can you talk a little bit more about that and also share some tips to help stepmoms through Mother's Day, um, you know, uh, just a few days ago, um, and to be able to communicate with their
0: spouse. Yes, of course. Stepmothers have a hard time on Mother's Day. Holidays in general are difficult for stepmothers, but when it comes to Mother's Day, especially mothers, stepmothers rather, who are in the mothering role, they do so much sometimes even more than the biological mother, they feel at times slighted, especially if their stepchildren are spending Mother's Day with their biological mother. Communication with your partner on this topic is so important. Mm -hmm. First of all, I don't know if many of the listeners realize that there is a stepmother's day, which happens to be the Sunday after mother's day, which is controversial as well. From the standpoint, mm-hmm. you don't have a stepfather's day, stepdads, stepfathers, they're treated as a father on father's mm-hmm. day. But for mothers, it, it's very gut wrenching and it wow. at your heart. Yeah. But to really hone in on Mother's Day, having the one-on-one time with your partner, letting your partner understand how you felt, if you felt slighted, if you felt ignored, even if you felt appreciated, if your partner had everything set up so perfectly for you, let your partner know how you feel and that you appreciate him or her going above and beyond from making you feel so special as well Uh is important. But the majority of stepmothers feel as if they've been ignored and it's painful. There is no other way to say it. And there are going to be, I'm sure listeners who sat in their bathroom and cried over it. And you know what? That is okay. But you cannot blame your stepchildren This is a conversation that you need to have with your partner. And if you do have biological children, take this moment to spend the quality time with your biological children. Uh It's a pause button. Yeah. It's mind over matter. It's acceptance. And it's also letting go of things that if it's not going to matter in a day, in an hour, in a week, or a month, let it go. We talk about letting it go in the book very often. It is a liberating, almost your shoulders now get to be released and you feel as if you've taken control back in your life. Mm -hmm. It is an amazing feeling. And for any stepmother who is listening I wish you a happy, happy Mother's Day. And I know everything you do is so appreciated by all other stepmothers. And someday your stepchildren will see it too. It just may take way longer than you had hoped it ever would. And keep doing what you're doing. You are providing something to your stepchildren that they someday will truly be grateful for and they might not even have in their life currently.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So a big hug and a kiss to all of them.
1: Mm. Laurie, I have to say, I couldn't think about another way of ending this any better. Um, And our time is definitely coming to the top of the hour and wanting to make sure that um, these are digestible for all of our amazing listeners of Financially Ever After. And I can't thank you enough, but before we sign off, if you don't mind, can you share how our listeners can find out about your wonderful book?
0: Um, and also, you've got a beautiful website, too. Well, thank you for bringing that up, Stacey. The website is The Stepmoms Club, all one word, just like the name of the book. We have an Instagram site as well, The Stepmoms Club, and also on Facebook, Facebook. The book is available through local retailers and as I mentioned earlier
1: on Amazon. Wonderful, and I'm actually looking at uh, the cover, the Step Moms Club, it's really well-written and uh, just such a great kind of tool to have. And I would say keep this by your bedside table so that you know when you do have one of those days, you can go to it again and again, read through it and know that you're not alone and that you can do this, and that you've got a great community to support you. So I can't thank you enough, Lori, for being here, for sharing your wisdom, your experience, and being so honest and vulnerable about your your journey and with our listeners of Financially Ever After.
0: Well, so thank you so much, Lori. Thank you so much, Stacey. And I have to say, for all the listeners, the Stepmoms Club book was written really for you as a guide to know that you're not alone. There are so many of us out there and we have been in the trenches and know that there is sunshine, even as you're in the trenches.
1: Mm. Such an important message, especially because Many of us uh, are looking forward to there being sunshine and realizing that there's sunshine now, and we just need to learn how to embrace it. So, thank you. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much, Stacey.
1: Thank you for joining us on Financially Ever After today. And I'm really pleased that we were able to talk about this topic of blended families, of being a stepmom, how COVID is impacting our day to day, and most importantly, how to be there for ourselves, be there for our partner, be there for our stepkids, our biological kids. For many individuals, this is one of the most traumatic and difficult times of their life. People are dealing with homeschooling, birthday parties that don't happen, relatives that they can't see. But I highly encourage anyone who's listening who is a stepmom, anyone who has a stepmom that they love, to please share this podcast and share the Stepmom Club book. You can find the Stepmom's Club book on Amazon as well as in your local bookstore, although I know that bookstores aren't open right now. You can get that and share. One of the best things I have found myself is to be able to take care of other people during this time. It makes me feel good inside, and it brings a ray of sunshine to my life. So please do that. If you have a stepmom, give her a call. If you're a stepmom, do something nice for yourself. If you have a friend who's a stepmom, text her or do a Zoom video chat. We're all in this together, and women supporting women is how we get through things. Thank you for taking the time to listen to financially ever after. We come to you every other week with the information you need to make smart decisions financially, but also emotionally and everything else to live your best life.